All right, we are going to start talking about Packers free agency moves or lack thereof. Ah, This one is probably going to be the topic that most of my friends on Facebook uh, are maybe more interested in because it has to do with the Packers. I live in Wisconsin. Most of my friends on Facebook are Packers fans. I myself will admit I am a Packers fan, pretty, pretty hardcore Packers fan, but I like to look at it as I'm not overly fanatic about the Packers. And and by that, what I mean is I'm not completely biased where I cannot see things the way they are. I can't, you know, if the, if the Packers sign somebody, I'm not just going to be like, oh yeah, he's, he's going to be great. Yada, yada, yada. I'm, that's not me at all. I like to think I have a pretty, uh, even keel mindset as far as that goes. And Looking at the Packers' free agency, obviously, for those of you that followed, I mean, they made a splash early. They were one of the first teams to really get after it. Christian Kirksey, he was the first free agent name to be the splash linebacker from Cleveland. Uh, Two years, $16 million. The guy's been pretty banged up the last two years. He played a total, I want to say, of nine games. Didn't see a lot of action. Uh, he's been out, I want to say, since October. So he's been he's been uh, pretty well rested. He should be healthy entering uh, the season here. So that is exciting to see. A lot of people are kind of like, oh, two years, $16 million. You should have paid, you know, a little bit extra and just kept Blake Martinez. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm not, I'm not sold on Christian Kirksey yet. The Packers signing Christian Kirksey, what they were looking for is they got somebody that is athletic a pass coverage kind of linebacker and one that can use his speed to go sideline to sideline. That's one thing that Blake Martinez didn't have. He didn't have necessarily sideline to sideline speed. He wasn't a pass coverage guy. My biggest knock about Blake Martinez, I I thought the guy was incredibly overrated, not just because we don't have him anymore, but if you watch the Packers, I mean, we can watch the last game that they played against the 49ers as an absolute train wreck. Get ran up and down the field. You don't they don't even have to pass the ball. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, when I watch the games, Blake Martinez does not fill holes. And by that I mean he doesn't meet the running back at the line of scrimmage. More times than not, you would see Blake Martinez. He'd make the tackle, but they'd be five, six, seven yards downfield. That that doesn't do anybody any good. Sure, it's better than letting them score, I guess, but five, six, seven yards downfield, I mean, especially if you're running on first down, you're second and short, third and short. Teams are going to convert and convert, and that's what you've seen with the Packers last year. They would bend, but they wouldn't break. They're very op- opportunistic with turnovers. They would lock it down in the red zone, but from the 20-yard line to the 20-yard line, they would give up yards, and that's all I've seen, and that was in a large part because of Blake Martinez. Good tackler, but he wouldn't tackle you until about five, six, seven yards on the field, and he's a liability in a league now that is so pass-heavy that he can't really cover anybody. He can't cover running backs or too, I'd like to say, too agile for him, maybe too quick for him. Tight ends, I mean, there's maybe that possession tight end that he can hang with, but if you get your, you know, 
Evan Ingrams, you get Travis Kelsey, you get all those speed guys. He really finds himself in a tough situation. So I'm perfectly fine with swapping Christian Kirksey for Blake Martinez. And here's Xander. He's, you know, got to fit his words in. He's uh, watching PJ Mask in his bedroom, and he comes out to the living room every once in a while. Uh, but, yeah, just as far as as far as far that free agent signing, I, I like it based on the fact that it filled a need. The Packers had a hole at linebacker, it, middle linebacker, I should say, or inside linebacker. So very important to fill it. I was campaigning hard for Littleton from the Rams. I thought he was more of a thumper and more of just a – he played with more swag. You know, that's kind of a thing that you notice, more confidence. Like he he walked around, he'd cover people great. I just love the energy that he brought when I watched the Rams play. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Christian Kirksey seems to have that – Similar swag, that confidence. He's been hurt, like I said, the last couple of years before that, though. Uh, he played all 16 games, I want to say two seasons in a row, and he didn't miss many snaps. So when he's healthy, he plays games, and he, he makes a difference. So uh, I think one thing that brought Kirksey in right away was Mike Pettin. He was with Mike Pettin in Cleveland. He's going to know his system. He's going to be able to hit the ground running. He's going to be a plug-and-play I like Christian Kirksey. It fills a need. It doesn't get me jumping off the couch like I'm not, you know, who on about it. But I think he'll be a good, solid player for the Packers. I think he'll have more of an impact than Martinez. Uh, and I think he's going to make some more splash plays. He might get some more sacks, force fumbles, interceptions. That's what the Packers really need at middle linebacker and just on the defense in general. So, Excited about Christian Kirksey. Next one I got to talk about is uh, Rick Wagner. Obviously, Packers uh, did not re-sign Brian Bulaga. I thought Brian Bulaga last year, uh, he played, I think he was among one of our best players on the offensive line. When I say our, it's Packers' best players on the offensive line. I thought as far as locking down an edge defender, he did the best job out of all the linemen. That's including Bakhtiari. That's including, you know, Elgton, Corey Lindsley, the rest of the line, Billy Turner. I thought Balaga, when it came to one-on-one, he won so many of those. I, I watched him against Khalil Mack. I watched him against Daniil Hunter. I watched him against so many dominant pass rushers, and he held his own. He was somebody that when he was in the lineup, you didn't have to worry. Like you don't have to bring a tight end to his side to help him out. You, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're dropping back and you're slinging it. Like you're not worried about it at all. So a little, a little disappointed with Bulaga going, but I completely understand it. He's a very big cap hit. He uh, signed a deal with the Chargers. I want to say ten million per year, uh, and they got Rick Wagner at about five million per year. So. Half the price, you're probably going to get half the performance. I think Rick Wagner might struggle a little bit. He is a Wisconsin boy, if you will. I think he grew up in West Dallas, uh, went to Madison. So he's got Wisconsin blood. It's cool to see those guys come back and play for their professional team that they grew up waiting for. I think he could have a good uh, 
good season. I'm not disappointed about him. I'm just not as excited as I was with Bulaga. Uh, just because he was such a rock for the Packers for so many years. You had him and Bakhtiari, and a lot of people could make the case that those were the greatest tandem tackles in the league. Uh, I mean, maybe the Saints with Armstead and Ramchek, they're maybe you know right in that conversation too, but they didn't get much better than those two at tackles. So that's going to be an adjustment. Rick Wagner, a little bit younger. Uh, we'll, we'll see how he pans out. I, I like that deal because it's very friendly. I mean, if you're paying five and a half million a year for a tackle and he's going to do good work for you, that's a great deal. So I'm interested to see, I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch much of him with Detroit. I had seen Lions fans post on social media saying, oh yeah, you know, he is bad. I don't know if that's bitter thoughts. I don't know if it's, he really was bad. We're going to find out here this year. He's obviously got very tough uh, defensive ends to go against so we'll see how that works out but um otherwise Packers you know they they didn't really do a whole lot more in free agency they brought back some of the guys that they had uh they tendered them they had Jake Kumaro he is one of the guys that they brought back uh Will Redmond Chandon Sullivan Tyler Lancaster not really household names, but if you watch Packers games, you know who they are. They're in the lineup pretty often. Uh, also, Mercedes Lewis, can't forget him, resigned him to a one-year, two, a little over $2 million, uh, for a deal. So they, they brought in a lot of the guys that know the system. Obviously, that's a big deal because Matt LaFleur's offense it was the first season last year, so if you can bring more guys in that know it, they're familiar with it, that's that's a good thing. Uh, I would say my biggest problem with the Packers free agency thus far has been uh, the need to address the wide receiver position. We we watched all year the Packers struggle, especially when they didn't have Devontae Adams. You, you were looking for that number two guy to really step up and prove himself. Alan Lazard, I have to say, pretty impressed. He, d- he did a great job as far as uh, just stepping into that role and making big plays, making tough catches. And I, I think the thing most impressive with Alan Lazard is his run after the catch. That guy, when he gets the ball in his hands, he puts his head down. He's trucking second the secondary. He don't care who you are, he's going to run you over. That's a pretty cool uh mindset to see from a wide receiver you don't see that very often he made a lot of great grabs I think this next year having him back uh, is going to be very big for not only him but for the Packers offense but the thing I wanted to see was I wanted to see the Packers go for another big name wide receiver I wanted to see them in the Mari Cooper you know sweepstakes I wanted to see him you know, targeting somebody like Robbie Anderson, and Robbie Anderson's still out there, so it is a possibility. Uh, I wanted to see, I would have loved to seen them make the trade for DeAndre Hopkins when he is available. I'd like to see Odell Beckham. I'd like to see a number, A.J. Green. I'd like to see one of those prolific number one receivers join the team because if you can have Devontae Adams on one side and you can, say, plug in, let's say, Odell for the sake of it. I've heard he's rumored. They, they've they rumored him all last year too, but uh, maybe with the new offensive, you know, 
mind and Stefanski taking over the team, new GM, maybe he's somebody that they move. If you could put Odell opposite side of Devontae Adams, you you have to have your safeties deep. You're you're, gonna, you're not going to risk getting beat over the top. You can't load the box against Aaron Jones, who had an incredible year running. It, you, it just paralyzes the defense because Rodgers, he's he's going to fit it where he needs to. You you seen him last year statistically didn't have the great year, but you know he didn't have his. 45 touchdowns, six interception year, nothing crazy like that. It was his first year in Lafleur's offense, but what I watched when I watched Rodgers was he when you needed the throw, he made the throw. Like he made the one that kept you in the game, or he made the one that won you the game. He made the clutch throws that you need to see. Uh, so I I would have really liked to seen wide receiver be addressed. I don't. I know the draft is loaded with a lot of talented receivers. C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs, uh, missing another pretty big name guy. I can't his name isn't coming to me. Uh, shoot, but anyway, I know the draft is just loaded with stud receivers. But I don't want a young receiver if I'm a if I'm the Packers GM. I want you're in win now mode. You have Aaron Rodgers getting older. I think his window is maybe two years, three years maximum. Get an established veteran receiver that can complement Devontae. I love Odell just because of his, you can throw him a slant and he'll take it 80 yards. That is a quality that's uh, pretty rare in receivers. And he can obviously, we've seen the one-handed grabs. He can make the impressive catches. Xander wants to go out. He wants to go play. It's nine thirty at night, but he's jacked up. He's he's he could be a receiver for the Packers, I think. But his his time will come. He's got about uh twenty years to get there, a little more. So hang on, buddy. Your time will come. You'll get the catch passes. Probably not from Aaron Rodgers because he won't be around. But we'll see who's around at that time. Maybe you'll see my homeboy in the league. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's sad. But anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on the Packers free agency. I'd love to see him still get a receiver. I'd love to see him trade for one. That would be perfectly fine. You could trade your late first-round pick. You can trade maybe a second-round pick, whatever you got to do. You got to help the offense. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, the defense. You know, if you watch the San Francisco game, they got ran all over. Well, the reason they got ran all over all game is because the offense couldn't keep them off the field. If if you have an offense that is scoring points and making the 49ers pass the ball to keep up, that's probably a different game. I'm not saying they're going to win, but if you can have an offense that is respected to put up points in a flurry, that that's what you need. It, the The defense was out there so much last year like they did an incredible job i'm not even upset about the performance against the niners because they were worn out they were out there all the time i mean the offense was bailed out all season by them so i'd love to see another receiver that's my biggest thing otherwise packers fans the draft is coming up you should be excited about it there's great receivers in there that's not ideally what i wanted to see i wanted to see somebody that's established. I don't want to see a rookie that takes two or three years to get rolling, but 
there's time left. Robbie Anderson's a name that's still out there. I'd love to see him. Uh, Brashad Perriman is another name. He's he's not really a huge name. He's he he had a great year with Tampa last year, playing the third receiver, and he's fast. He's prototypical in size. Not crazy about him. I'd probably rather have Robbie Anderson. Um, but that's kind of where we're at as far as receiver goes. You have Marquez Valdez Scantling. He was very underwhelming. He didn't show up last year when he was called on. Uh, right now, it's basically, I mean, you have Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard. I thought Jake Kumaro, he's one of the more interesting players on the team because I watch him in preseason. He lights it up, tears it up, makes great catches, scores touchdowns, big plays, gets to the regular season. He's out there periodically, but he just doesn't get any targets. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's not a, a focal point of the offense or if he's not, you know, his routes aren't, you know, in the reads that Roger's making. I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I do like him as a receiver. I I think he's at best maybe a number three or a number four receiver. So I would like to see I'd like to see the Packers get somebody, get Odell, get AJ Green, all the really good teams. You know, you look at the Ravens. They trade for Calais Campbell, and they signed uh, Brockers from the Rams. They're out there. They're gambling. You got to roll the dice. If you if you feel you're that close, you're one game away from the Super Bowl. If you had AJ Green last year healthy, or if you had Odell healthy in that game, who knows? Maybe you're in the Super Bowl. Maybe you get crazy and you win it. Like. You just got to take a chance. You can't be afraid to take a chance. You, you can't be like, oh, we got to worry about our future. Rodgers has two or three years left of being a damn good football player. Get him the supporting cast he needs to be successful. When you watched years where he put up 45 touchdowns and six picks, he didn't have Jake Kumaro out there running around. So he didn't have Alan Lazard. He didn't have Shepard, who was just a mess last year, too. He had guys like Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley. Give him weapons, and he will he'll make it happen. That's that's the moral of the story. you got to have him. It's a passing league. you got to have real targets for him. So tight end is another position. Obviously, Jimmy Graham went to the Bears, uh, kind of signed a big deal there. I was pretty surprised by it, but I think Jimmy can offer the Bears good things. I know he was a letdown as far as Packers fans would look at it, and as far as I look at it, statistically he should have had more of an impact. He dropped a lot of passes. However, I think for the Bears as a second tight end, he can be a good red zone target, and he can make you know maybe a few crucial first downs for him, but... Otherwise, what the Packers have now, uh, they have Jay Sternberger, Robert Tanyan, and Mercedes Lewis. That is a little scary as a Packers fan. Uh, obviously, Austin Hooper was a big name rumored because he played with Matt LaFleur, and he is the best tight end coming out of the you know free agency class. I'm so glad that they didn't get Hooper, though, because I'm tired of watching tight ends, big-name tight ends, come to the Packers and fail. Jared Cook obviously had a memorable memorable play against Dallas, but in the playoffs, that helped him win. 
But aside from that, wasn't really much of a factor most of the season. You had uh, other players. You had, obviously, Jimmy Graham was kind of a flop signing. You had Martellus Bennett, kind of a flop signing. So I, I'm kind of... I don't want a big-name tight end. Like I don't want somebody like an Austin Hooper. He's not going to change life, especially at $11 million per year. Uh, but I would love to see an Eric Ebron. E- Eric Ebron's been rumored to go to the Packers. He sent out a tweet saying that he'd love to play with AR-12. I can't blame him. Who wouldn't want to play with AR-12? But I would like to see an Ebron. He would be a great red zone target. He's got pretty good hands. We watched him with Andrew Luck. He made the Pro Bowl, put up double-digit touchdowns. He's a pretty good player. I think if he gets a good quarterback and becomes a part of the game plan, he can be a good player to have. Uh, Otherwise, other tight ends out there, Delaney Walker is pretty interesting to me. I'd like to see him, you know, split time with Jay Sternberger a little bit and uh, bring a veteran presence. I don't think he has a lot in the tank. I think he maybe has one year. I don't know if he can stay healthy for the whole year, but I'd like to see Delaney. I think he'd be a nice veteran presence to help a guy like Jay Sternberger, kind of help him you know, along in the process and teach him the way a little. So, <sighs> Otherwise, you know, running backs look great, obviously. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, there's a lot to like about the Packers team. I'd like to see corner, you know, maybe get addressed. There's, you know, there's some guys out there. Trey Waynes isn't a bad name. I know he's a division division rival kind of guy, but I'd like to see him. There, There's some names out there yet that are under the radar that I'd really like to see the Packers add. I, I don't know. I feel like the most reasonable way now for the Packers to add somebody aside from like an Ebron or a Delaney Walker, especially if you're going for a big name guy, is make a trade. If you're the Packers, you have a number 30 pick. The chances of that guy making an impact his first or second year are pretty slim. Uh, and the Packers historically have not done very well with their late first round picks. So trade it, get somebody established. Make a run at it. See what you can do. Otherwise, we'll see what happens in the draft. That's all I got, Packers fans. Right now, without looking at the schedule, just my gut instinct. Maybe, I I think they're a wild card team at best right now. That's, That's all I see. I see the Vikings. They didn't. I don't think they improved. Their cornerback situation is a little scary. You don't have Trey Waynes. You don't have Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is another guy I'd love to see the Packers add. I think he just got tired of the system in Minnesota, and I think he physically has a skill set, and I'd love to see him and King outside and Jair in the slot. That would be wonderful. I'd love it. But... I don't know. It's wild card. Maybe the division, the Bears. You know, I'll have a whole other podcast about some other moves that went on, but the Packers didn't. I don't think they lost ground, but they didn't gain ground either. They just kind of stood pat. I don't know if that's good enough. Maybe it is. Maybe Rodgers really turns it on. LaFleur maybe, you know, figures it out a little bit more this year. That was his first year, and. I thought he did a pretty good job. I loved 
the all gas, no break mentality. That means it wasn't McCarthy where you get a lead and you back off. Like he would, he'd keep going. He'd roll the dice. He took chances. He's aggressive. I liked it. I hope to see more of that. It looks promising. The draft, obviously, that's going to be uh, very interesting as well. We'll see what happens. We'll see what they do, what positions they add. It's going to be interesting. That's all I got. Go Pack Go.